trigger warning for this podcast may contain explicit material, unlike every other episode we've ever done. Hey, listener, thanks for pressing play today. In today's episode of the Nerd Nostalgia Podcast, you're going to catch the trio, the Triforce, back at it again. Daniel, Dom, Daniel. In this episode, they're going to be discussing the Sandman show along with the Gaiman universe and some different characters like John Constantine and some others. If you're new around here, please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five-star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us, help us grow this audience. All right, y'all know the drill. Before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. What's the, what's the pig's character from Dragon Ball? It's not Mr. Porker, I'll tell you that. God, what is his name? All I can think of right now is Emperor Pilaf, but it's not that. But he talks like this a little bit, it's, but I don't It's Oolong. Oolong, yeah. Yeah, yeah Oolong. there it is. Actually, yeah. that was a really good voice. It Perfect. wasn't was bad. You? Yeah, that was me. Thanks, guys. Oh, my oh, God. I, I'm, a compliment I'm really impressed. Oh, my God. I'm like, giddy. Also, <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. And of course, we have the Triforce in full effect today. The trifecta, the the no, that's a that's a different sign. You can't do that sign. For the people that can't see, we're putting diamonds on our head, but it's supposed to symbolize something else. Anyways, welcome guys. What's going on? Brian, Trey. Hi guys. I'm looking up diamond on forehead. I'm worried this is like a horrible gang sign. We need to. Did we just join the crypts or bloods? <laughs> uh, no, put, no, I know that one. Who yeah, put yeah. a diamond on in their forehead? It was Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, it's a uh, rapper, something, something. No, that, he has he a $24 million diamond on his forehead. I want to say he lost it too. Yeah, he got ripped he out of his head at a concert, didn't it? Oh, yeah, something that. like that. Like an yeah. idiot. Idiot. Diamond hand gesture meaning. Okay, let's look that up. Merkel route. What? What is this? Okay, okay, okay. We're getting sidetracked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here, my Okay, guy. rabbit hole. Let's 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 keep those to a minimum. You were literally trying to do that on purpose. <laughs> Dumb face. No, it was an accident that I did this. Tell something me about your Jay-Z, day, Brian. Something? What's what's been up, buddy? I haven't seen you in like uh like a good solid week or two weeks, huh? Trey, I, I saw longer. you last week. Trey, yeah, we haven't seen Trey in a hundred years. Uh, I saw Trey somewhat recently. Somewhat. He didn't see me, though. <laughs> um, What's been up? I don't know, guys. Um, I was really good at staying active and, and getting up early to go exercise because as I've gotten older, I'm noticing that I'm I'm not working the way I used to as far as like it's harder to get up. It's harder to like bounce back from, uh, you know, drinking a couple of beers when I eat like a whole gallon of ice cream at night, it just sticks to my ribs in a way it didn't when I was 19 years old. Uh, so I'm trying to take care of myself, but lately I've just been a piece of garbage and, uh, I've been skipping. So that's, that's my depressing intro. How about you guys? Make sure you follow, like, and love <laughs> us, please. <laughs> please. That's the only way we, we can continue exercising. Pretty much same. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm just surviving over here, guys. Just <laughs> one day after another. Guys, we're two years into 2020, and uh, this, uh, <laughs> yeah. this isn't great. Yeah, I got two years into 2022. 2023, the, the threequel <laughs> happening. Oh. Uh, yeah, I've been battling a stupid cough for like three or four weeks. I was telling Trey before this, and uh, I'm just trying to shake it, man. Just 
body body's not bouncing back like it used to like you said dude the nerd nostalgia we feel right now is the nostalgia for our bodies at our youth (laughs) (laughs) no kidding do you guys remember hair uh not for a very long time y'all you jerk (laughs) (laughs) fuck you brian what do you guys uh so you know we've been talking about what what we've been doing and what what have you what you guys been like uh, reading or watching and stuff so i did finish the enders saga which is something that i had been working on for forever and so i did an audiobook wise so i started enders game went all the way through the ender saga and then i went through the shadow saga and then it all gets buttoned up at the end with the last something airbender yeah yeah the last airbender I hope, Irvin, the way you cut these episodes, because I think if you if, if you cut in some last shadow, the last shadow, if you cut them somewhat elegantly, our listeners of whom we have none would hear Trey, because I think he's he's previously talked about starting the Enders saga. Mm-hmm. And it would sound like he either completed all this within a couple of weeks or months, or alternatively because we don't record these very regularly, it could, it could look like he's been listening to these books over the course of maybe two or three years that we've been recording. It feels like the course of like this year. So I think it's taken me like six months now. And, uh, and a reason for that is uh, I was kind of talking about this with Irvin earlier. I primarily work from home. And so a lot of the bulk of my listening was done you know, in the car on the way to work. And now that is a big chunk of my listening time. That's kind of been taken out. I do it, you know, when I'm washing the dishes or if I'm mowing the grass or whatever, just screwing around the house, doing something repetitive. I don't listen. Some people can, but I don't listen to audiobooks when I'm working. Uh, I just can't. I like to focus on. There's no, I could, I couldn't focus. No, no way. No, right. And I think if you're screwing toothpaste uh, caps right. onto the bottle, like you can listen because it's it's sort of rote work. But yeah, if you're having to do like thinking work, you can't right. have two tracks going. Exactly. And so, you know, that that's that's like a that's time off limits for me is like during the workday when I'm working on stuff, I don't I don't do it. Yeah. Washing dishes or mowing the grass or something that I don't need full attention to be doing. And, the you know, the biggest one being driving the car. However, my son has now taken it upon himself to not fucking sleep anymore. And the only way that I can get him to go to sleep is to put him in the truck and just drive around back roads around the house. And so we have burned through some books. Get it done, super dad. Get it but, done. <laughs> but he does like to listen to the stories, which is cool. So it's like, I don't have to put on like nursery rhymes or any bullshit. Like I don't have to listen to a certain song over and over again. It's just I can put on my audiobook and and he's fine. And I and it's there's been a couple that we've listened to together and he's starting to get a preference, which isn't good because it's like the different I think it's different authors and just the Mm -hmm. way that the you know books are pitched, he has like opinions about it now. And I'm like, no, 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 we're listening to what I listen to. Yeah, you don't get to decide what we have meals of. Right. Or what we listen to. He should be listening to the Nerd Nostalgia podcast to fall asleep. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, obviously. No, <laughs> Trey, I don't even think you're a subscriber. Probably not. I don't even know where you find it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I think it's gonna be really funny when your son 
is old enough to start reading these books on his own and he's gonna go wait wait this feels familiar doesn't he end up over there yeah 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 i remember this but how do i remember this right no uh but yeah it's it's been yeah that's been my what do you what have you been doing and that's what i've been listening to is while driving around late at night trying to get my son to go to sleep is finish the ender saga nice very cool brian all right guys uh i actually have something to show uh i've been oh perfect for this uh audio you know platform that we're on. all right guys so what you see here is a book and i will not describe it other than what's been depicted visually on the uh the visual aspect of this audio only podcast no this is a copy of I'm not even going to pronounce uh, the author's name, but it's uh, Monkey, and it's the ancient Chinese story of um, Sun Wukong, or Monkey, the, the monkey prince or king, uh, who was one of the members of the group that made the journey to the West to recover the ancient Buddhist scrolls for, I can't remember the reason why. I think I read this, uh, I read it back about seven, eight years ago, which feels like not that long ago. Um, it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. I picked it back up and at the rate that I'm reading books right now, I'll probably finish it in another eight to 10 years, uh, because I'm just so slow at reading right now, guys, uh, I'll go and lay down and try to read a page. And by the time I'm halfway down, I will, um, it's, it's, it's doubly bad. I will fall asleep midway through the page and then I will lose my place in the book. So then I'm like, ah, shit, what page am I on? So uh, reading Monkey, uh, I would recommend it. I think it's uh, it was a lot of fun. It there are so many parts where I was reading and I was like, oh, that's where um, uh, that's where Puar, the shape shifting cat, comes from. Oh, that's where um, oh, what's the name of the pig character? I think it's just Pig in Monkey, uh, but he's got what's the what's the pig's character from Dragon Ball? It's not Mr. Porker. I'll tell you that. God, what is his name? All I can think of right now is Emperor Pilaf, but it's not that. But he talks like this a little bit. It's, but it's Oolong. Oolong, yeah. Yeah, yeah Oolong. there it is. Actually, yeah. that was a really good voice. It Earth, wasn't was that bad. You? Yeah, that was me. Thanks, guys. Oh, my oh, God. I, I'm a compliment really Oh, my God. I'm like, giddy. Also, <laughs> yeah, you should be really proud of yourself right now. Okay, so that's what I'm, that's what I'm reading right now, guys. And we'll probably be reading for the next decade. Irvin, what about you? So super funny that both of you guys went in with like, oh, you know, audiobook uh, reading. That's actually what I've been doing a lot of too. So it, it looks like we're all traveling on the same wavelength. I've crushed like six or seven books in the past, I don't know, like two or three months. So comic right books now, don't count. What's that? Comic, comic books, books don't, don't count. count. I, know, I know. It's not comics. What have graphic I been, novels still don't count? Are these are these picture books? Are are the pages Damn mostly it, they are pictures colorful pictures? Pictures you knew. You knew. You know what have, what I've really, really enjoyed? Ready Player Two, uh, because it's read by Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. And so um So I've read, listened to okay, his so he's he I've did Ready Player one, one. Yeah. And he does a really, really good Ready job. Ready Player Two. Yeah. And then now I'm on Armada. Um it's which kind is of another background Ernest yeah. Klein. Yeah. Another Ernest Klein book. If you, if you're pop culture fans, if you're a fan of the Nerd Nostalgia podcast, highly recommend you go read these books, go check them out. Um, go watch the movie. The movie's not as good because they couldn't, you know, get a lot of the copyright stuff. Think free guy, except without all the rights to Disney and stuff. But he does the a stolen, great the stolen, job. probably stolen rights. 
<laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah, Disney and stuff. Yeah, it was uh, it was um, 80s focused nostalgia copyright stuff that they had to get a hold of. And they did a pretty good job getting the main stuff, but there were things in there that were missing that were kind of like, that would have been and really they, cool. they made a couple good substitutions too. Yeah, like, yeah. When yeah. they couldn't get something, so I, I didn't mind it. I wouldn't mind listening to uh, to it again, honestly. No, it's it good. That it's, good. It's one of my uh, it's one of my fall asleep audiobooks, and so because it's I like Will Wheaton's voice. He and he does a good job of just kind of monotoning it, but doing the voices at the same time. But, yeah, yeah. He so it's easy to pitch enough to right. Know, be like I'm I'm a burly man and. And then yeah, I'm a I'm a old girl and that kind of stuff. So he does a really he does good job. job. Is this episode where Irvin's like putting himself out there as a like a voice actor now? Yes, he's been, he's been doing voices. It's good. I like it. I like the fun, the funny thing is, I'm actually going to uh, take a stab at it here pretty soon. Uh, but oh, for real? A, Did I predict that? Yeah, no, no, no. You actually are, are hitting it, but not from oh, a uh, like a, a anime uh, standpoint. Not yet. I'm gonna do uh, like professional benefits kind of thing, and then uh, and then go from there. So, yeah, cool. All right, guys, you heard it here first. I won't forget Guessed you guys it. when I become famous from becoming a voice actor. Because oh shit, we're gonna cash out whenever you sell this thing. We're gonna make all <laughs> zero dollars back. All of it. I'm keeping my headphones <laughs> and the microphone. Oh, that does oh, yeah, go under Irvin. Yeah, forgot about Shh. that. Don't just Shh. keep. Just put okay. your name on it. That's how you claim possession. <laughs> well, guys, let's, uh, you know, I'm glad we're all caught up. Let's talk about our main topic. I know one of the hosts is super excited about this because he's a big fan of this author. And Netflix, I want to say, absolutely crushed it and hit it out of the park. I've heard nothing but good things from outside sources, from comic book collectors, from, you know, water cooler talk at work people have been talking about this show and it's sandman what do y'all think where's y'all's mind with this i thought they did a great job i um yeah like like Irvin said i grew up reading the comics like have over the course of my life have had several collections and just redid my collection of it again because they inevitably get stolen but yeah i mean it's um it's not a one for one recreation of like the first year's run but it's pretty damn close and as far as as far as hitting the high points it's in there there are a few changes um that they did to not necessarily shorten it but make it make a little bit more sense almost almost like what they did with like game of thrones that first you know the first season of game of thrones is like almost one for one for the first book you know game of thrones for, for being for game of thrones with with the exception of like combining a few characters or giving someone else something to do um that and the fact that uh john constantine is joanna constantine in in the series which put a little doctor who in your life it's never a bad thing so speaking of constantine real quick to go on a tangent what do you feel how are you feeling about uh Keanu Reeves being announced for John. That shit Constantine. came out of nowhere, dude. Literally out of nowhere. Didn't no, I'm talking about your tangent. That's not even. That's <laughs> well, it's Constantine related. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's... literally just talking about John Constantine, and I switch over to talk about Constantine. How All right, guys, out of, this is out of nowhere. This is the Sandman and Constantine episode. 
Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, Constantine has not a lot far to do off. With it's the same yeah. universe. Uh, Constantine has a lot to do with Sandman, and he appears several times Beach. throughout the throughout the comics. Um, usually for the better. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that's <laughs> of of all the <laughs> I mean of all the fucking things out of left field. Like we got Keanu Reeves back as John Constantine from L.A. with dark hair. Okay. Not see that coming. Do you think they'll make him go blonde? No, it's going to be a continuation of the old one. Yeah, you remember that movie from 16 years ago that only 12 <laughs> people saw, which were mostly Trey and me. Yeah, and me. I saw it. I actually liked it a lot. Yeah, I think it's a cool classic. I think I think there's a. Following it is. I think it. it's there's a following for it because it's. I mean, there's What's a lot of running? things working for it. It and it pissed it pissed so many people off. You know, so many of the the folks that grew up. Reading Sandman, I mean, sorry, not Sandman, the purist. But the purist, right? Yeah, he's not British, which is a huge thing. He's not British, like, okay, that's a big fucking thing. He's not blonde. He wears a black trench coat. It's in LA, like, no, there's, there's a lot of things that they fucked around with it. But I have seen that in, I think it's in the comics or in the, whatever. They broke a fourth wall and they said, oh, did you know that there's a there's a version of you. I was, I was literally about is to that, say that. Yeah, is that verse. what it is? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, yeah, there's a version of you running around LA with dark hair. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's that's in, pretty uh, fucking funny. Like, what was it called? Oh, uh, probably one of the crossover Infinite. events. Yeah. Yeah, it was the crossover events, but it was whatever that team was. I forgot what they were like. It was like all the rejects, basically, that. Oh, Legends of Tomorrow? Legends of Tomorrow, exactly. The he joins them and then like they talk about it. And I thought it was hilarious. I, anyway, uh, back to Sandman. Well, hold on, hold on. The one thing I'll <laughs> say about the because this is now the Constantine episode <laughs> slash one, Sandman episode. Yeah, Sand, so, this is the Sandman universe episode. Bet. Okay, well, Martian Manhunter is going to come up then. Mm-hmm. Swamp Thing. Oh yeah. Um, the one I wouldn't call it a plot hole. I would call it a what the fuck moment from Constantine that I need them. I need them to address in the nearly two decade I, delayed I sequel. fucking know where this is going okay go ahead okay yeah because i've bitched about it consistently for, for two decades <laughs> yeah. it's that we're not we're not getting into this again i think we've actually talked about constantly we, we on, totally have yeah okay yeah. we did it as like one of our favorite things and you have already addressed this you've okay, already Irvin, about then it. since you remember everything we ever talk about tell me what i'm mad about from the original constantine trey no help <laughs> i don't remember what it is but i remember where it's gonna go okay well then to refresh you, your memory yourself. here's what happened Keanu Reeves at the end of the movie was dying kind of of lung cancer because he smokes all the time. But the way that he precipitated or expedited his death was that he cut his wrists. Spoiler alert, bro. Jeez. The movie is 17 years old. old. The, the movie is old enough that it can drink in certain countries. So um, he and again, I can't remember why, but he decided to commit suicide. So he cuts his wrists. Blood pours Sacrifice. out of his, his like opened veins. Spoiler or not spoiler warning, but like trigger warning for talk of suicide also that should probably be at the forefront of this anyway um the devil for some reason decides to save constantine so he pulls all the tar out of his lungs and he's like oh i'm alive again except i'm still losing massive amounts of blood out my wrists that was never fixed he somehow did not die i don't understand it i've never understood it it's always made me mad that's my i have told you this I've told you this over and over and over again. Uh, <laughs> tell him sober now. Yeah. yeah. Tell him sober so I can forget sober. 
he does grab his wrists at the end when he's going to heaven. He grabs his wrist. Look at the scene. You can watch it. He grabs his wrist. If you couldn't hear that, he fixes his wrist. And he's also the devil. He's like the second most powerful entity in the Constantine universe. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. So he brings him back to life. But the reason why he addresses the tar in the lungs is because he knew that he was going to die like super soon. And if he just really didn't do anything for like a month until he died, he would still go to heaven. So this way he gives him more time on earth to fuck up again. And that way he'll get a soul in the end. Also fucking magic, bro. It's the fucking devil. He can do what he wants. So they, and so kind of along this same line, you know, we've talked about Sandman and now we kind of jumped to Constantine, but Lucifer is another spinoff of Sandman. And not that Constantine is, but, Lucifer is a spinoff of Con- of Sandman, yeah, and it's all they from that like Vertigo era, right? Right, right. And it's it's Gaiman had he wrote Sandman with with the help of a couple of folks, right? And pretty much everything in comics is the help of a couple of folks. And then Lucifer, the first story, well, it's kind of spoilery if you've only if you're only watching the shows and you're not going to read the comics, but it's kind of spoilery that towards the end of that first run. So after the events that have already happened in the show, Lucifer gives up the keys to hell and gives the key to hell, basically gifts the kingdom to Sandman and says it's yours now. And and it's and it's basically done. It's like a weaponized gift gift. It's like so that way all of these people are going to want it from him. And so he's got to navigate the, all the different deities and stuff like that to, to figure out what to do with hell now that it's been vacated. And so closing down hell, no one can go to hell. And so it's like this huge backup. And so that's basically what, and if anybody's seen the, what is his name? Tom, he's another Tom, another British Tom. What is his name from Lucifer, which, um, Oh yeah, Netflix yeah, yeah. picked up yeah. Tom Ellis, who does a wonderful job, um, and it's a pretty he good sound show. Like y'all from London, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's a different take on, but on the same character, like the same character. It's like, it's almost like the Joanna Constantine being by Jenna Coleman versus being one a, a dude, and then um, what's her name? Um, what is Lucifer in Sandman? What's her name? Gwendolyn Christie um, being being Lucifer in the Sandman series. And then they have Tom Ellis, be it in the Lucifer series. But again, it's one of those things that it's a, it, it Satan is an angel, so they don't necessarily have a sex and they can just kind of pick and choose as they go. And that's so that's kind of covered up and kind of works in this instance. But it's way more interesting that Lucifer is a man. In, on earth because of all the hijinks that he gets up to if you haven't checked it out watch the show i like i like lucifer as well it's not as good as sandman but it's pretty good so do you think the the difference between the two there is that gaiman had a heavier hand in the sandman series whereas lucifer is just kind of based off of the world and um no i think it's because um uh, lucifer was initially aired on 
CW, I want to say. Yeah, something network television, right? And so there was only a certain amount of stuff that they could get away with. And then whenever the network television canceled it uh, and Netflix picked it up, it actually got a little darker, a little more language, you know, a little more hedonism. Like they were able to get away with that. And I think that that's the difference, uh, main difference that's fair, with, with like Lucifer and then Sandman. Now, Gaiman did have some input in Lucifer. He was like an executive producer, but I don't think he was like in the day to day because they, I mean, they made that thing run from yeah 2016 to 2021. That's a long, a pretty long run for an hour show. Um, and so that's a lot of material to cover. And so they made it into almost like a buddy cop comedy thing, which works. And it, and I will say that it does get a little stale and it's like, okay, they're going to solve another murder. It's going to solve another murder. It's like, okay. But finally, by the time that Netflix picks it up, they were, it was on the kind of the downtrend and kind of getting old. And then they really started to focus on like the um, supernatural aspects of the show. And while it doesn't, make a whole lot of sense it still works out and it's fun so uh i think that's the difference but yeah you have these other shows american gods that just ran away and wasn't turned out to be just not any good at all and then didn't get picked back up and never finished so much potential so much potential such a good it started out like i thought it was really good but then it just it got a couple different agendas and went in a couple of different directions that just didn't make any sense not that I want like a, not that I'm looking necessarily for a recreation of the book. Like that's, I mean, that would be cool because it's a great book, but it's not necessary. There's a lot that you can do. There's a lot of material that you can deal with. And they just went in just the weirdest directions with shit. And so it was like, okay, like I still watched, it. I watched it through to the end, but then it didn't get picked back up. And I was kind of like, well, that was fucking pointless. How far and into the book did it get? Um, he hadn't even gotten to, he hadn't even got to the, um, no, I guess he did. I guess he did. He had, he had basically just gotten to the, to the town in the North, whatever the, whatever that town was called. The one in like Michigan Winterfell. Yeah. Winterfell or whatever it was, but they like (laughs) put in there and then like finished the story immediately instead of like having him come back and finish it later on like they do at the end of the book oh yeah that was i thought a really cool tie-in yeah tie up just that like he finishes the story he finishes like his whole quest and then he's like wait a second yeah and it just like it's something that it was like a just throwaway scene or not scene but little section of the the book that Okay, well, that's really disappointing that he wrapped it all up right then and there. Right, mm. and then and so uh, Wednesday had just been shot. That was that okay. was where, that was the cliffhanger that they left it on, and so nothing past Wednesday being out of the picture has gone on, or it was canceled after that. And I heard back and forth about them trying to maybe do a like a movie or like a, like a TV, you know, a stars developed movie or something like that, like a really long episode to tie everything up or something. But I don't think any of those actors want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. Or the producers or the directors or anybody, everybody just kind of left it, left it going. But um, so anyway, the plot of Sandman, right, right. 
No shit. This this ended up being just a uh, a game in universe. Yeah, a game in uh, whatever game in fucking episode for sure. Well, because it's more it's more the Neil Gaiman episode at this point, right? I think it's a, I think it's a Sandman universe episode, honestly. Well, there's one that's perfect. Not, Let it evolve into what it is, you know. There's not. Um, I don't think there's any correlations between like American Gods and Sandman, and there the other one that Gaiman did, the other show that he did that did really well, uh, which was for Amazon, was uh, Good Omens. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. so good, such a good two? show, and he had like you know hands on, you know, yeah. I mean, production that in that perfect. and it was like it was spot on right like i think they did mm-hmm. like one minor change didn't they i forgot what i can't even remember what it was but i was like nah, brian good. swears right. that they that they like kind of explained away not killing the kid and they and he totally did that in the book too so that's not really a change but uh no no so i think in the book they explain away the child not dying i think it's left ambiguous in the show Maybe. Oh, the the swapped out kid, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, so the, 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 the when third playing, child. Yeah, when they're playing, whatever the whatever the the shell game. Yeah. So I think that the the way they explained it in the book was there was a little footnote, and then it talked about like he goes off with some stupid little family, and then mm-hmm. you there's like some random throwaway line in the middle of the book, and it's if you blink you miss it. I don't think they have the same thing in the show. But if you disagree with me and you think there is an obvious sign that the child is still alive in the show and it was not left ambiguous, please leave a comment. Please rate us and please hit that like subscribe button or whatever. I don't know. Irvin, what the fuck am I supposed to say about that? Oh, he left. Well, (laughs) now we can talk about whatever we want. Fuck him. Fuck Irvin. I don't know what to talk about. (laughs) No, you had some questions, though. You had some questions about Sandman. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about Sandman. Um. I'm coming at the show as someone with no background on the comic. Like I knew that there was a comic. I knew that it had been going on for a long time and you've talked about it on and off quite a few times. Um, Explain to me as a dummy. And and I did watch, as you know, I did watch the show. I really enjoyed it. I think, is is it Tom Sturridge? Sturridge? Whatever Uh, he was, whatever he was going for, I think he evoked some timeless god of dreams pretty well he talks a lot like this and makes me wonder if that's why i dream this way and i thought that was really really fun to listen to and i never quite understood what his motivations were i I, we should spend the rest of the episode trying to talk like morpheus yeah here's your here's your true test for your voice acting urban you have to talk like Tom Sturridge talk, the rest of the talk like Tom Sturridge, but even though you've never seen the show, <laughs> right? Yeah, I was like, um, I, I don't, I don't know what to do there. Just talk like a British person who was punched in the stomach. British person punched in the stomach. We're all going to talk like this now. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, welcome you... to the Nerds of Sasha podcast. <laughs> Jesus. Please like um, and subscribe to the Field of Dreams. Wait, that's a different franchise. Yeah, if you dream it, right? Do you, do you have any additions to uh, to Trey's kind of assessment? Well, no. So what I was trying to kind of figure out is, um, okay, if we're looking at season one, you said covering the first year run of the uh, comic. Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh well, and I say it's a year. It's you know, it, it's like the nineteen eighty nine ish run, and I don't know exactly how long. Like I'm, I'm not that big and huge into it and and again the way that 
I've read the comics and I read them because it, it was from 1989 to 1996 was the original run. And I was one to seven during that. And so mm-hmm. I definitely didn't read it when it came out. So all of my reading of Sandman has been done in collections. And so like right now I have finally collected them all again. And I have the omnibuses. There's three of them and they're huge. You know, they weigh about five pounds each. Anyway, I can read from, you know, one book to the next very quickly. And so I don't know, I can't, it's hard to gauge what, because it's just a continuation. The, the story is broken into segments, but it's a continuation of the story. Anyway. So what's the, so if you're looking at 100% of all three omnibus, omnibus, if you're looking at all three of those, what percentage does season one cover? Is it like 10%? Is it like a, yeah, like like one, maybe like, like five or 10%. Okay. Interesting. Um, So what I'm getting out of season one is that this the, the the bigger story at least as far as i can tell seems to be a bit of and i'm not going to try and spoil anything but it seems to be a bit of sibling rivalry between uh dream and some of his 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 brothers and or sisters mm-hmm. and so you you know obviously the, the the setup is he gets captured by a mortal there's some weird stuff that goes on with that and that has some consequences down the road but the the bigger issues at play are his his kind of being in combat with his siblings, right? Is that does that seem to be the the greater arc of the story? Because that's what I'm getting from it. Yeah, it, it is. Um, there that that is a big over arc of the first couple of like I said collections, right? Um, it's it's dream versus desire and despair, um, but desire and despair aren't necessarily just picking on dream. They do that shit with everybody. That's just kind of how they are They're, You know, each of the endless are the manifestation of those aspects of life, right? Destiny, desire, I'm sorry, destiny, death, dream, despair, um, desire, delirium. Destiny. I said destiny. Yeah. That's the oldest one. Anyway, there's, there's like seven of them. Yeah. And, and we haven't been introduced as far as the show has gone. We haven't been introduced to that many yet. Um, Just desire, despair, dream, death. And I don't even think we met destiny yet, Um, No, but he's there. Yes. We've met, we've met desire, despair, dream, death, maybe some of the other siblings. We just don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's, let's set a little bit of the, the groundwork for both Irvin as someone who is not, you haven't seen the whole thing, right? Have you? No, I have not, sir. Yeah. So, so both Irvin as someone coming to it new and also, uh, I guess any listener that's like, what is this, what is this Sandman about? So, and I'm going to give you what I know, and then I'll let you fill in any gaps. So, uh, Sandman goes by a couple of different names. He is the Sandman. He is Morpheus. He is, I guess, the god of dreams or he king is of dreams. King of dreams. God of um, yeah. I mean, really, yeah. It's it's I a guess, bunch. He has a bunch of names and a mm-hmm. bunch of different languages. Everybody has their own version, but Sandman is what we know him as. And so, in I guess in Sandman or in, um, again, I guess the the most proper name for him is Dream or Dream of the Endless. He is part of this group of 
endless beings that I think are pretty closely tied to the existence of humanity because these are all uh, manifestations of human um, aspects, not like just humanity, life in general. Okay, so all all life in the mm-hmm. cosmos and all cosmoses, I cosmos, oh, multi yeah. multi verse yeah. stuff comes in. Um, the story seems to follow primarily dream, although obviously it goes off into to different little adventures elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And it it to me it just seems to be about how he's wrestled with um, this getting captured early on in I guess in the show it was early like 1914 1915 and how that yeah they developed. they um, so again yeah kind of kind of touching on that they you know again this stuff was set in 1989 um, well not all of it but like the beginning so where he's um where he's been trapped and then getting out and so the they it was a straight it was kind of a strange move i mean but it, i mean it works it's fine but it was kind of a strange move to like okay yeah he was actually captured in you know 1914 1915 or whatever which is when he was captured in the comics but then like him getting released and all that kind of stuff happens in 1989 in the comics but like now yeah, we we're here in 2022 and and this is happening so like you're like looking at some of these characters and they're like over 100 years old and they look great mm-hmm. and um they did explain it away a little bit uh because of their kind of approximation to some of the artifacts that that dream leaves laying around and um so i mean it, it works it's, it's not like a huge takeaway but it was just kind of like doing the math i'm like she's like 85 this and bitch look- is having kids at the age of 90 yeah yeah um but yeah that that's that's pretty much it it's it's the start of the show and the start of the comics are are pretty much one and the same he's been trapped in that in the bubble um for a very 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 long time and then it's him finally breaking free mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah coming to grips with that so um you know the different aspects of he himself that he has to collect his helm and his bag of sand and his ruby and you know all of those different things that that is i mean again like i kind of the comparison i made was game of thrones to the first season of game of thrones pretty spot on with minor changes and it was the same thing with you know this run and season one and then they did something really cool that was totally not expecting and had no idea that it was coming. I thought they had just kind of left it out was the, um, what was it? The night of a thousand cats and then Calliope. And it, those are two stories that are, have their own books within that run, but they're so kind of far, far unrelated. They're like almost like filler books, like in mm-hmm. that run that they don't progress the story. They're just really neat stories, but they left them out. I was like, okay, that sucks. Cause I really liked the Calliope story. It was a really good story. And the cats one was pretty cool too, but like, I really liked the Calliope one. I was like, yeah, whatever. And then like, well, however, like a month later, all of a sudden they're like new episodes. And I was like, what the hell? And they dropped that one episode that had both of those, those books or those, both those stories on that episode that was released way later because it didn't fit in the narrative, mm-hmm. but they still wanted to, to make it happen so they did it animated for the cats one and then calliope was um oh what is his name he's also from doctor who 
Uh, there's so many Doctor Who people in Sandman. It's ridiculous. It, um, it reminded me of, um, you know, the Watchmen movie where the the multi-ultimate final director's cut, which is like 17 hours long, they inserted all of the, what's it called? The It's it's the guy on the street reading the comic and they realize they both have the same name at the end. Do you know what I'm talking about? On Watchmen? Martha, why'd you say that name? Okay, same same director, different franchise, <laughs> same universe too. Right. Uh, oh well, it's like the oh anyway. So it's kind of similar to that where there's in Watchmen the graphic novel there there is a guy on a street reading this comic book about like a a mariner. It's haunted pirates. pirates yeah, okay, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't include it in the movie proper. But then they kind of tacked it on in the director's cut and it's all animated and it has nothing to do with the story itself other than it's read by people who get killed at the end um but it's thematically very similar to what's going on so that that strikes me as very similar and i think that's an interesting way that they um yeah it was almost like uh it was almost like the 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 frenzy had kind of worn off you know there there was there was so many people watching it right when it came out, which same, you know, same here I did. And, and then, you know, you're scrolling through Netflix. I forgot what now a couple, at least a couple of weeks later. And all of a sudden it says like new episodes and you're like, that's not, that's not true. You know, season two's already out. Yeah, exactly. And it was, it was a nice little, it was like a nice little nugget, like kind of a stringer mm-hmm. that was left, you know, um, for the fans and, and for, for people that had read read the comics and stuff like that. And I thought that was a really cool like way to do it. Doctors for the learned doctors. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So the most important question that I can ask y'all, how many Ewoks are you rating Sandman season one on Netflix? 11 I'd Ewoks, eight, man. Oh yeah. I'd give it eight out of nine. Eight out of nine Ewoks. And then you're saying 11 over, Ewoks. Yeah. That's a full Yoda. That's a <laughs> Jesus. Maybe a don't, Yoda. Don't, try, do like, don't try and do the fuck? conversion in your head, Irvin. <laughs> you got to write it down. No, I mean, I think I, I, I like where it's going. I like that Netflix has got their hands on it, which I mean, this thing has been in the works for years and years and years and years and years. And, and game has talked about that like several times on like AMAs. And then, you know, the three of us actually went to go see him speak um, in town. And, and like, I think it was touched on a little bit. Um, and so we, you know, we got a, a little bit kind of from the horse's mouth about him producing TV shows and likes and dislikes and stuff. And, and so it's so far so good. He's has a big hand in it and I think he'll be able to kind of rein it in and keep it true to the story. But again, there are enough changes that it's still surprising for mm-hmm. people watching it that have, you know, and it's, it's, I mean, it's a completely different format, right? I mean, you've, You've seen the stuff on the pages for years, but it doesn't. They did. I think they did a great live action. Is just it hits different. Yeah. So, any any uh, final thoughts on Sandman? Go watch it, Irvin. Go, go watch, watch it. it. I do need to go watch it. I've been there's just so much stuff that's been coming out. Uh, some of the stuff yeah. that we're going to be talking about: House of the Dragon, Rings of Power, She Hulk, all these things. I'm just like, man, like. It's talking about She Hulk? No, 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 not not in this episode, in the future. But um, anyways, 
that uh, if if y'all got nothing else, we can we can you know say goodbye to the to the peoples. What's Bye to the uh, people. Sleep the, tight and dream well, you Morpheuses, Morpheus yeah. babies. I don't know. Oh, fucking. I don't know. Oh, there saying, is a man. I don't even think I even saw it. I just read the Wikipedia page. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe. <laughs> Make sure you. Uh, Go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those places. Drop the five star. Help us grow this audience. We love bringing this to you guys. Okay, but Irvin, can you please say it like Tom Sturridge as Morpheus? (laughs) Morpheus, please hit that. Actually, there's two. Hit the like and the subscribe, please. There's two voices that you could do because there's two kind of surprise. They're just from the voice cast. Got Patton Oswalt. He does uh, Matthew Raven. And then uh, Mervin Skywalker is Mervin Pumpkinhead. Yeah, Hamill's in this. Yeah, yeah. Mark Hamill's in. He's the voice. He's like got this smallest fucking role. Really, but he, he does it. And he players. like it's it has a um, very rem- reminiscent of like a Jersey yo- uh, Joker. Like it. Just, well, no, you, you know what he sounds like is is it? Um, well, oh, well, boss. He sounds like John DiMaggio, the uh, the voice actor for, for Jake the Dog and Bender. Yeah, like it's a little bit more like that. Like I was like, God, why didn't they just cast that dude? Well, it also <laughs> reminds me of the it's the the, the centipede from uh, James and the Giant Peach. Mm-hmm. That's what is that's what I feel like he's going for, and I think he like nails it. Nice. Anyway, okay. thanks, Mark Hamill, for making our day. Thanks, Mark Hamill, for making our fucking childhood. <laughs> All right. All right, Stalagmire right. nerds. Please right. hit the like and subscribe button and, and dream dream well. Just I'm nerdy, Morpheus from Dreamland or whatever the fuck the show is. Just one is what are we talking about? Those cheek my I had to exercise my cheekbones three times a day. I did cheek. That's all staying in. Bye guys. No, no. Bye, bye, bye. I will make you edit all this out in your dreams. (laughs) Stupid.